Welcome to Sanctuary First. This week we have been focusing on prayers and scripture readings on the farming community. We felt this was an appropriate thing to do as it marks the opening of the Royal Highland Show at Ingolston in Edinburgh. It's an opportunity for the farming community to gather and catch up with friends and acquaintances, but it is also a showcase highlighting the farming industry as an important contributor to the Scottish economy. Today I have with me Martin Robb, who is a working hill farmer in Perthshire, and I thought it would be interesting to have a discussion with him on some of the issues that face farmers in today's world, where there seems to be many uncertainties. Welcome, Martin. I'm so glad that you're able to join with us. I must confess that I have a kind of interest in the farming community because my father was brought up in the farming community, and indeed, he was a ploughboy at the age of 12. And my grandfather we managed a number of farms, and so farming has always been in the background in my life, although myself, I've never really touched much of farming, but it's been there in our family. So I'm coming to this with a bit of sympathy and understanding and uh, with great respect for the farming community. Great. Well, it's, it's nice to have you on board and, and it's a nice opportunity for me to have a chat with you. What in your mind are some of the big issues that face the farming industry today? I think probably the, um, the current uh, climate is one of a certain amount of uncertainty, really. Um, we've had two or three things going on in this last uh, a short period of time. One has been the uh, reform of the CAP, that's the, uh, the, the EU support mechanisms that uh, look after the, the farming community, and indeed uh, that's part and parcel of the Scottish Government's agenda. So that's been a, a major change in the way we see all these support mechanisms across the whole of Europe, and that's caused a good deal of concern as we've restructured all these, these, these agendas. Uh, the other thing that I think is uh, an important uh, uh, at the moment is the land reform agenda that the Scottish Government has introduced. Uh, and again, uh, this is uh, in, in some ways a, a good thing, but it's, it, we, need, we need more transparency on what's going on. But it has caused a considerable amount of concern as we've uh, worked our way through what that agenda means and what it's going to mean, not just for farmers, but for the general public. And I suppose the third thing that uh, is on our minds uh, and very close to our minds as the Highland Show starts, is, of course, the referendum itself. So it'll be interesting to see how all those three come together, but provide a, um, a background to a degree of uncertainty, shall we say. Okay. Well, I've just been thinking, you know, uh, here we are in, in Sanctuary First, which is kind of um, aspiring to be a church on the net, and uh, so trying to link into where people are and in different communities, and of course the farming community is one of those communities that's so important. And yet I was thinking, um, modern day farming often looks very different to the biblical times, but many of the underlying realities must be very similar, for farmers are independent, resourceful people, able to control yet very little of their circumstances, but whose work is essential to the whole of humanity. So in what way can the church begin to support the need for greater fairness in the industry, especially the disparity between, say, producers and those in the retail food industry? Is there any way the church can get involved in that kind of thing or 
speak out about that or stand with? I, I think the church has a, a very significant role in, in all that we're trying to do in the, uh, in the farming world. I think the, the Christian values that uh, support our um, farming communities and our rural communities uh, are essential to the way forward. Um, I think this is exemplified in, in, in festivities such as harvest festivals and that sort of thing. But I also think that the church uh, actually out and about on the farm uh, alongside farmers and in the countryside, maybe having reflections or small services or meeting the concerns that are, are, are paramount in, in, in the minds of farming families uh, is a very good way of, of making at least some sort of contact. Uh, it's getting that communication that, that is so important as we move forward in our daily lives. And the church moving out into that environment um, is, is to my mind, an exceedingly important aspect of, of church and Christian vocation. And, 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 and do you think the churches would be welcome in, in getting involved at that level with the farming community? I think it would very much be, yes. And I think uh, I, I often find when I'm talking to other farmers and we're talking about life in general, it's, it's surprising how much uh, the individual farmer reflects back onto his own well-being, his welfare, what what amazing nature we have about us. It's a kind of um, religious um, reflection that I think a lot of people have. They may not want to um, to actually uh, to to actually display it, but but in fact, deep in their hearts and their very well-being, um, it's God's eye view of the natural world, which is in all our minds as we carry on our daily work. So I think that. Um, a, a reaching out by church and um, religious bodies into into the everyday life is probably one of the most essential things we should be doing. I, I suppose that's reflecting very much what the psalmist said, isn't it? The heavens declare the glory of God. And there's something about the whole earth that is, speaks of the creator at work. And uh, somehow, even when, uh, when people get involved in their gardens, they talk about feeling himself drawn into closer to God and in, in, in a sense closer to nature and, and more about what they're all about as people I think that's right and I think I mean, after all the I think one of the earliest commandments was it not was to to man was to go and till the earth and care for the fruit that comes from it uh, and I guess that's what we're all doing really um, it may seem somewhat distant to, to some of the uh, huge corporate bodies that now run farming organisations but at the end of the day uh, it all stems back to the chap who's turning the soil in whatever way it is or growing the animals. Um, it's the topography, the weather, the soil, the plants, the animals, it's everything else. But it all culminates in, in, in creation, really. And we are privileged to be custodians of that. I, I suppose you're right in that sense because the Royal Highland Show reflects a, a great cross-section of, of the public that come to, to visit and to see what's going on. And it shows an interest that the public has in these areas. And, uh, and also, I guess what you're saying is that's an opportunity for the church to uh, pick up on that and make these connections. Absolutely. I mean, you know, we've got roughly in, in the last few years, I think something like 180,000 people turn up to the Royal Highland Show. As, and as you rightly point out, they're not just farmers, but they're everybody to do with the, the rural world. And I'm very pleased that that um, that, that the uh, rural church is in fact represented on, in in the show, and it's a it part and parcel of it. 
so that's been a very good development as, as things have moved on. Reading and hearing in the news and such like, the global free market is often presented to farmers as the ultimate reality of farming, and the demands of which mould their actions. However, I believe that in some way you see all this in a different light. Would you like to say something about what you believe about this, where it's become quite popular, food sovereignty? Yes, I, I and mean, it seems to me that... Um you know, food systems are more than just about um, local and global production systems. They're about the ecology and, and how we move things and the control of land. What are we actually doing with it? Um, it's more about nurturing land and soil and animals um, to, to, to get the most out of it, but, but not trying to, 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 to detract from it in any way. Um, I think one of the important things that's moved forward in the last 10 years or so has been this um, farmers markets, the, the whole business where your people are coming together, um, whether they're the producers or the consumers, and meeting one another face to face. Many stories I've got of, of people uh, wanting to make that connection between producer and, and consumer. And I think that's where we bring it down to the real level rather than it being at the level of packaged food in huge great supermarkets which is has a role as well but i'm amazed by how people have responded to me personally on many occasions at farmers markets by saying you know so what is this food where does how is it grown how do you do this questions they ask how do i cook it lots of conversations taking place people really wanting to be engaged with the food that they have in front of them where it's come from how they cook it how they value it and, and, and how they how they enjoy it. One of the interesting things there, yes, yeah, yeah, this whole idea about food and the popularity of food, uh, certainly in people becoming more interested in how their food is growing, but also they're, they're interested in how they cook their food and the rise of yep, the, absolutely. the television uh, chefs and the people wanting to become expertise in how they, they enjoy food. And, and that brings me all round to this whole idea of community, about families living and sharing a meal together and then sharing a meal that they've cooked and shared in together and worked, prepared together, is, the, is such a wholesome thing. And again, you tend to think that that's something that people are beginning to rediscover again as something that's, that, that, that's a great thing to do. Absolutely. I mean, it seems to me that um, if, you're, if you're taking the food agenda or the farming agenda, then community is all about local food in local shops in local eating places. And as more and more of this is on the on menus now, it, it, that you see people saying, well, you know, the lamb is from the local area or the fish is from the local area or whatever it is. And people actually appreciate that. You're actually cutting out um, lots of uh, food miles that might otherwise exist. So I think this whole business of, of people needing to be a little bit more informed, if you like, of where food comes from uh, and therefore endeavouring to try and avoid food transportation over long distances um, is, is one way of communities sharing this together. And I think farmers then appreciate it and, and so do the local communities. Well, look, I think we've had an interesting conversation together and certainly it's got me thinking about uh, the importance of the land, the importance of the relationship with the consumer and the producer, and the, and also 
has brought us to begin to think about the goodness of God, that God has given us such a wonderful world to live in and given us the enjoyment of food. And right. uh, so as we think about these things, it's perhaps time to say thank you for taking part in this. And uh, I hope that maybe we'll be able to take this a bit further. And maybe those looking in, going to the Royal Highland Show, might be able to go to the church's tent and begin to, to chat with folks there. No, I think it would be a brilliant idea. And I was just reminded, just to finally, a little story of um, an Arab friend who uh, was visiting me um, last year, um, who, who loves Scotland anyway, but um, had a, a great visit up here and he stayed a few nights. But I was very touched by the, the, the description he said when he left. He said, you know, Martin, this is an amazing place. I would call this where earth meets heaven. And I thought to myself, that's a very, very tr- true saying, not just of my particular farm, but the whole of Scotland and the, the landscape that we have here, that we can cherish it. And, and a, someone from another uh, country far away and another um, religion has, can express that sort of view, makes you feel very humbled by what we actually have here in Scotland. Well, Martin, thank you very much for joining us today. Um, for those of you listening in on the podcast, thank you for being part of our uh, time together. And until the next time, goodbye and God bless. <laughs> <laughs>